By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Hockey. Yeah. Boston Bruins hockey. Wait, we talk hockey in this show? G- Jimmy. Oh, by, by the way, uh, Dave, you're recording, right? There's Truba. Aaron had it knocked away by Wagner. Will it shorthanded? Wagner moving in. He scores a shorthanded goal as Chris Wagner beats Alexander Georgiev. Bruins have tied the game at one. Here comes Kreider down the left wing. In front for the Vanagana. He's out, unable to convert. Oh, that, that's pretty spectacular goaltending by Zuka Raz right there. Nate Cabras pulls the puck around. There's Miller at the right point. Cabras out in front for Bjork. He scores! 2-1, The guy's scared, okay? He's, got, he's gonna do what gets him to, gets him his, his, his presence trophy, number one seed, because it's safe. Hot take Tuesday. <laughs> An airborne volley, Lafreniere, and he gets robbed by Halak. It all started back in the defensive zone. Good wall play by Lausanne to move that puck up the left wing boards, and David Krejci's gonna make something happen coming across the blue line. Andre Miller loses an edge, and yeah, I believe you're right, Jackie. It's going to be Nick Ritchie. The backhander is stopped on the short side, and then as he goes by the net, he gets a forehand, and he banks it in. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Bergeron centers. Marchand scores! The Bruins relentless. Second effort. Recovering pucks. Taking care of it. And Marshawn lights the lamp. Lausanne gets it up the wall. Pasternak wiggles it free. Marshawn to Bergeron. He scores! Patrice Bergeron! I think Sweeney's been mediocre at best. We still have the same problems now as we did four years ago. Did Tyler figure out what the show's about yet? <laughs> Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Joining me again is Justin Ventola, Tyler Scales, and returning from the dead, Mr. Hot Takes himself, Jimmy Shea. What's going on, He's gentlemen? He's alive! Hey, what's up? what's up? I'm doing good, man. Good I'm to back. see you guys, Tyler. Thank God you can have, you don't show us your camera. We don't need to see that bedroom. <laughs> no, you don't. All right, coming back uh, after we left you, Boston played two games in, against the Rangers, won both of those, and then won on the island. Uh, they, do even they even still play on the island uh, against the? Uh, they lost against the Islanders, which broke their what was it a uh, five-game winning streak or five-game point? No, five-game winning streak and I think a nine-game point streak. I screwed. I should have done better on that part, but. Um, it was only the second regulation loss of the season. We are 14 games into the season, and Boston sits at 22 points, 10-2-2, the second-best record in the league points-wise, second-best points, I should say, in the league, uh, only to Toronto, who, after playing 16 games, has 24 points. Um, one of the things that I did notice this week, and it only happened yesterday, it wasn't even when they were playing, is that... Bruce Cassidy is finally going to start listening to the show and mixing up that first line a little bit. I think there's been a few of us who have called for it, and I'm a little mad at myself for last week 
walking back my power play take. But uh, so, Justin, let me let's hear from you. What was your uh, ups and downs from this last week? Uh, well, I, I, I guess I'll start with the ups. Um, I, 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 this team, um, I'm not going to go crazy by any means, but like, I kind of like the DNA that's in this team right now. They work hard, they grind it out. And, um, honestly, like I know, you know, he, he probably isn't your, he's not a point guy by any means, but what Trent Frederick has brought to this team. I think it was sorely missing at some points. I mean, I, I know you had Charon Krug, who kind of like, you know, Charon was a big-time enforcer like last year, and uh, well, in the years previous, of course. But uh, but now, like, like and after losing him and Krug, who Krug was also kind of like a snarly guy, uh, I, a huge question, I feel like, was just kind of like, what's this team going to be? Like, what's the DNA going to be like? And if it's one thing, like, they've really shown me, it's like, uh, some of these teams, I, I really do think they're better than the Bruins, but they've just, you know, toughed it out, They've won down their opponents, and they really just grind, grind it out, and I loved it, personally. It's kind of like some little old-school hockey. Um, whether it was sustainable or not, I don't know. Um, and, again, I love the fighting. I love that energy. I think that's really the result, too, of having, um, you know, playing in front of no crowd to get everyone energized. But, all in all, I, I've loved them. Uh, my other down would be, like, still 5-on-5 five five is a massive issue with this team. 5-on-5 five five is a massive issue. Issue and do I dare say I'm going to take a Felger quote here? But I think this is fool's gold. But still, I like the I like the DNA. So yeah, you can't be a one line team. No, no, I, I completely agree with you there, Justin. Um, I'm going to start with the positive things because I like to think I'm a positive guy. Maybe sometimes uh, they went two and one. They won two games against two teams they should beat the living crap out of. <laughs> That's about all good I can say. Um, the bad thing about this team is that this team went two and one and they lost to the only really good team that they played this week. The other games went to overtime against a, a team that's up and coming. That's mostly a AHL team. And they won one, nothing against an AHL team and their high priced goalie gave up three goals against an AHL like team and their backup shut them out. So this team is not a good team, and the fact that they keep winning games is phenomenal, but we're going to get blown out in the playoffs like we do every year, and this year we can't blame the high-powered offense of Tampa because it's going to be a team like, I don't know, pick a team. Washington's going to beat us. Pittsburgh will beat us. Like, Philly, if they if they play like they can play with a decent goalie, I mean, actually, they don't have to play decently. An AHL goalie almost beat us, so as long as he just doesn't make mistakes, they'll beat us. This team is not a good team, and that's the thing I got out of this week. This team is... Fool's gold, yes. This team is just – I was watching this and listening to Pierre Maguire being the most useless person on TV, saying, you know, oh, you know, if they if they shot the puck there, there's no I goal. already missed Duck. Great team able to bring it back in. He's got DeBrusque with it. Gave it on to DeBrusque. Spin one in front. They score! The Bruins win it in overtime. Charlie McAvoy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I miss him so much. Oh, he shouts, Please come back, man. We oh, need you. Uh, like, yeah, we miss you, man. You're the voice of the uh, NHL. Not these uh, other guys. Jimmy, just like, yeah. just to make sure I'm hearing you correctly, the Bruins are not a good team. <laughs> when you almost lose two games to the New York Rangers, yes, they're not a good team. New York Rangers. Like, I think. Wow. Wow. I think New York showed I, I, I that think, a little bit, Jay. I, I honestly think the Rangers have been like a, a rebuilding team. They just need a decent goal. This this new goalie they have, he's he's oh, he's okay, but he's not great. I think they need more defensively, Tyler. Have, I, I totally agree have, with you. I think the goaltender and defense could get better, but they're loaded on young 
and, up and coming talent. And, and they, they played. Aaron they they yeah. better so than an eleven points. So are we though? They, they're an AHL team. They were playing no. No, they're not. No. You, you want to tell me Ottawa was an AHL team? I'll give you Ottawa. You want to tell me the Bruins' bottom six is an AHL team? Sure, I'll give you that. No, I'm saying AHL teams. <laughs> when I say AHL teams, it's not just respect to the organization. It's saying that they have a lot of young players that are going to be probably very good in the league some year, some uh, some season, but they're not there now. And they've they've two, well, one legitimate scorer who doesn't shoot the puck in Zabinajad, and they have another good scorer in Kreider, and that's about it. I mean, that that team is is. They're I mean, sort of Panarin's, okay in the back. Panarin's, you know, I guess so. So at oh, scoring, uh, you're right. You're right. I, I forgot about Panarin. You're right. Panarin's there too. Well, Panarin didn't play with the second game because he got hurt. No, yeah, that, that's true. But oh, true. Yeah. I, I, I think Panarin, that so New York. I think the Rangers played played better than their record shows heading into that. So, I, I think they gave the Bruins a uh, a harder time than I was expecting. Uh, I was ex- expecting more of what I expected out of New Jersey at the beginning of the year. Uh, but I, I enjoyed watching those games. Would you say that the uh, Rangers games, though, were the most entertaining games this season? Yeah, I have to say I say, yeah. I told you before the season started, the original six games are going to be the best ones every year. Yeah. And I knew we were going to make this. Call that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, we were talking about it. I like the old school Rangers. Tyler, you got anything else? Uh, did you get your ups and downs in, or did we cut you off again? Oh, yeah, my ups, man, like... This team is like really surprised me. I thought we'd be a little worse than we were. I thought we were not going to be in the top five in the league standings, but we've been held holding our own. We're in second place right now behind Toronto. So this this has been surprising to me to see this team how good this team has been. As for my downs, yeah, losing like barely Kenny on with these like these like first and second period games, like going into the third period and to get these comebacks, like my god. You got to do better in the first and second period. We got to we got to keep fighting. These have been all close games. That's the problem with these games. Well, you've only had one blowout, and it's because of the Flyers. Who did we blow out? The Flyers, uh, six to one. Okay, yeah, I guess I forgot about that one. It was, but uh, yeah, I, I like what you got there, Tyler. I just got confused for a second there. Um, you know, one of the other things. Is, that's kind of a downer is the fact that they've been off since Saturday and they don't play again till Thursday. So what did we, get, what did we say last week? That was like five days off. Oh, another thing is um, they've been playing, they, they have been playing away games and they've been winning most of them. So that is pretty damn good. That, that can tire a person out with all those away games. Uh, if the game Thursday, I heard this, I think it was Jack Edwards. I want to credit with this said that if Bruins, or oh, maybe I heard it on the hockey show on Saturday on 98.5, the sports hub. If the Bruins game on Thursday is played, it'll be the only game they play in the Garden this month. And the Philly game in Lake Tahoe on Sunday is technically a home game, but they still will only have played one home game the entire month of February. It's not getting played uh, Thursday. You mean against the Devils? Yeah, no, Devils. It was, it was, rescheduled. It was already rescheduled. No, that was oh, no, the, no. That was no, tonight's right. game. That was tonight's. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. No, I it's missed, a, yeah. That's all right. I told you. <laughs> Enough with the Taco Bell before the show. <laughs> but you're back just in time for studs and duds. One, two, three. Let's play three studs. Let's go! 
Redux. Here's a catastrophic misplay back of the Boston goal, and Anders Lee tucks it in. One, two, three. And Jimmy, since you know you were uh, out last week, I'm gonna let you go first. All right, you know, let's start positive. You know, um, it's gonna be boring, uh, but I'm gonna give Pasta the number one nod here. Um, he's just been like just the offense flow is so much better. Like the Bergeron line looks so much better. I'm gonna start calling the Pasta line. It looks a lot better because he's the best player out there whenever he's out there. So he looks phenomenal. He needs work in the power play, like you said earlier, Dave. Um, I don't know if you we were recording yet when you said that, but this uh um the positive line he, he makes it click um so my second stud is also gonna be Marshan um for the overtime winner and it, he he's I mean he looks he he's flying circles around people out there and he looks when he said he was been playing at 80 percent with uh his injury that he had surgery on this offseason I kind of called BS on it kind of kind of it was a cop out no he looks like he did, you know, two years ago. It looks really good. And I was going to give the third star to McAvoy, but fuck McAvoy, so I'm going to give it to Halak because he got a shout-out. damn it, dude. So <laughs> fucking frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I, actually, I, I don't have anything bad to say about McAvoy this week. He made me eat a lot of crow this week because you know, just doesn't score goals, but whatever. Um, but um, I was I ended up giving it to Halak because guess what? He had a shout-out, and guess who doesn't have a shout-out yet? The other guy. Now we can, now we can say he's mm. the worst starting goal in the league. Oh God! Oh boy! You, you, are, you are too much. I'm gonna, uh, I'm not, I'm gonna stay save my studs to last. But Jimmy, I'm gonna just say that I think Pastanak was cold this week. He hasn't had a, uh, a goal since the third, and I also, only yeah. two assists during the week. Uh, I respect, I respect yeah. the decision though. No, I, I just don't. <laughs> so, 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 oh, you know what? I, I, you know what? You, no, being, son- you being out. Last week, yeah, actually, that qualifies like the DeBrusque yeah. take on uh, Tyler. All right, you win. <laughs> yeah, that was like my, my stuff. Like, again, it's, I, I know it's only one week, but I mean, he was he was super hot going into that New York game, and then he just, he looks like he's flying around. I mean, maybe he's yeah, the AHL team out. cooled him off. I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> hey, he only shows up for big games, I guess. I mean, he's he, I don't know, he just he looks like he hasn't fallen out of an Uber yet this year. That's all I know. Nice. Well, it is only February. Hey, Valentine's Day, you probably got hammered for Valentine's Day. Didn't he just have a kid? I have no idea. I think either that <laughs> or he announced. I, I thought oh, in the offseason, I thought I saw something. I don't know. Maybe, oh, he's, for him. maybe he's just having another Dunkin' Donuts baby. I don't know. Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm going to follow that one up, Tyler. <laughs> All right. Am I studs this week? My first stud is going to be Krejci and Pasternak playing together. That's going to be really good. David Krejci's had 10 assists, no goals, but that's whatever. David Krejci's our best playmaker right now. And David Pasternak, he knows how to score. He got the Mars Richard Trophy. Those two playing together, the David boys, that is a stud in my book. My second stud will be Marshan. He's just been he's been playing amazing these past few games. I think he was if, – if the secondary team was around, we definitely would have won that game because – Barshan was crazy in that Islanders game. He was the reason why it was actually a close game, and we actually scored against the Islanders. And my third stud is going to be Par Lindholm. 
leaving the team. I did not want that guy around anymore. <laughs> yes, I love it. And we, we didn't lose, and we didn't lose a single player for him too, which is even better. Perfect. That's great. Oh man, I, lo- I love how. I, so appreciate that, Tyler. That's amazing. That was awesome, Tyler. Way to follow it up, Tyler. <laughs> Justin, who do you got for studs this week? All right, so I think my number one uh, stud has definitely got to be Brad Marchand. I mean, the guy is continuing to, like, shine. And um, one thing you kind of got to do um, when you make a statement of, of, of I was only playing at 80% the past two seasons is, okay, now that like, you're in the hot seat, like, you got to produce. And he's done just that. To be quite honest with you, nine goals, nine nine assists for 18 points. Um, I don't know uh, where that stands in the league, per se, but um, it's, I feel like it's going to be up there somewhere. But he and I should know that, to be honest with you. Sorry, guys. But uh, he's been awesome. So he's been all over the ice. He's been great two way. He's a great two way player. I mean, he's just been he's been Marshan. I love it. He's tied um, eighth in the league with eighteen points. Tied eighteenth. Tied eighth. 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 Okay. Eighth. All right. All right. All right. So then not as high up as I thought, but still, that's that's pretty good. Just top ten in wingers, right? Um, and then uh, my other two studs have got to be probably Lozon and McAvoy. Um, McAvoy is the obvious here, um, contrary to Jimmy's whatever it takes. I don't, I don't even know. Hot takes, I think they're called. I don't know. More like cold takes. Anyways. Um, more like take McAvoy, he, he, he's been um, – he's just been awesome. I mean, he's playing – he's doing the number one uh, defenseman's job. I think he's doing it really well. And what's even more exciting is he has so much more room left to grow. And so I just, I'm just so excited to see him develop. I'm excited to see him in this role. My only concern with him is just again injury. I'm like, yo, he's taking a lot of like nasty hits, like that last one against Kreider. Um, he like he was, you know, clearly looking at the puck, and Kreider came out of nowhere and just. And teams are gonna do that. They're gonna wear him down. That's what they try to do. Um, so that's a, that's a fear. But he's been awesome. And Lausanne, same thing. He's been uh, he's been terrific. He, I was questioning his ability as a top-bearing defenseman. But honestly, he's looked right at home. And he's been physical. He's brought that nastiness. And um, I loved – he just went to town on Buchnevich. It was a beautiful sight. Um, why he got 10 yeah. minutes for that, I mean, that's, that's just a testament to the, to the league being assholes and trying to reduce fighting, which I think is a bad move. But uh, aside, though, he's been terrific on that left side. I think he's kind of yeah. Gone he's also he also got a point but, during that game too, which is even better. Yes, he's been, he he's been that, on fire. Oh, he, two he's been plus great. minuses. A two and plus his two. emergence, his emergence, Tyler is like honestly a huge reason. I think the defense is doing it as well as it is. So yeah, most of my three studs. Honorable mention to Trent Frederick, who um, also had an awesome fight against the Mew. It's just been a energy factor for the Bruins. Yeah, Jeremy Lau's on. Definitely one of those most improved players on the team for sure. I, I think he belongs on that first that. line. Yeah, he's I been agree. playing around 20, 21 minutes a game, minus the night where he got fifteen penalty minutes. But so, so Justin, I'll, 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 I'll be fair. Okay, I texted you after that McAvoy uh, assist to uh, Marsham, and I said I tip my hat to him because that was a great play, knocking the puck down out of midair. Uh, yeah, and then making a great pass. But I mean, hey, I mean, because he didn't have to clear anybody out in front of the net. I mean, hey. But hey, oh no, my God. I'll tip oh my, my, my hat to him. It was a good play. But anyway, for, for all those who listen, just watch the games and they'll, they'll just show you that Jimmy is wrong. That's all. <laughs> in in Jimmy's defense, he is blind. Um, <laughs> all right, for my studs, 
my my number one stud was going to be Marshawn until Tyler dropped that bomb about Parland Holmes. So Tyler, congratulations, <laughs> stud of the week. Uh, so Marshawn and then Halak for uh, nice little shutout. Eleven after not seeing the ice for eleven days, that's something you know a little extra for the team. But that's what you need from your backup goaltender coming off coming in cold not playing for almost two weeks and, you know, getting the W for you, the, the shutout being the bonus. Uh, my third was going to be Lausanne and uh, Frederick for the fights, you know, a couple young kids sticking out for themselves, you know, and kind of, you know, other than uh, Frederick getting jumped by Lemieux, I think they held their own quite well, especially Lausanne. Uh, Jimmy Duds. All right, Duds. All right, so. I'm tired of watching Jake DeBrus play. I'm really, I'm, t- I'm done with this guy. I want to get this year. I'm done now. I'm, I really am. He was, I was, I was going to give him the start of the week after that first New York game. But watching the third New York game over on the island, just realizing that I would rather take Barzell, okay, over the three combined players of Zaboral, DeBrus, uh, and Senesh. Jimmy, okay? how good is Barzell? I He's, love watching them. I'm like, you could have had no. him. You could have that, that, that's, that's, that's had thing. him. You passed and three you, times you, on Basel. You could have tra- you could have traded down three times and still gotten him. That, that that's insane to me. So DeBrusque is getting it just DeBrusque is getting it because he I mean that that goal that was disallowed, which was not a goal. I'm sorry. I, I heard it was it was friggin' close though. It was close, but it was not a goal. It was not over the line. It, it hit the it, line. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I I I agree, but man, was that was that pretty? That was, was that razor thin. If you're just going off the eye, that should have been called a that goal. That was honestly, I think yeah, I think it's fifty fifty. Yeah, it's it really was. It was so close. Get, it's as close to a non-goal as you're gonna get before it becomes a goal. Like I, I, I saw it I was like, oh, there's no way that's not in, and then they showed the overhead view. I'm like, oh, it's not. That's that's not in. That's not across the ice, or not across the line. Um, my second one is Rask. When you give three goals to a, uh, a. I won't say AHL team, an up-and-coming team, and you look awful doing it, and then you get blown out again by a lesser team on the uh, with the Islanders. Sorry, bud, you get the dud. And Chris Wagner for not clearing out the um, the uh, first goal that Rask gave up. That I think Rask kind of should have had, but I mean Wagner needs to clear it, clear it. I know he had a shorty. I know he had a fight. You're out there to play. You can't bank on goals from them to make up for his lack of uh, lack of defense. So to me, I'm sorry, the goal does not help with your lack of defense. You're you're done this week, bud. All right. So my first stud will be a minor one, and it's going to be Trent Frederick for one reason. He hasn't produced a lot of points. I know he is the enforcer of this team. I love what I see from him, but he's not produced points. I think that is it's more important to produce points than start fights. I like what I see from this kid, but Frederick has not produced any points. And honestly, I think he'd be on thin ice if I was the coach. As for my second dud, it will be the power play. Uh, they have they went 0-4 in a Rangers game, and then they let they let a shorthanded goal for the Islanders game. I don't know. They just they went really cold. And now for my next dud, it's going to be a pretty big one. John fucking Moore. I do not know why we have this guy on the team. I would rather see Erho Vakaninen be playing right now on his spot. Now I'm going to be yes. doing comparisons. Yes. Erho yeah, if you're going to go with the young guys, I agree, Tyler. Sorry. Yes, yeah. Tyler. I he, he, This guy is a dark horse player, Vakaninen. I want to see this guy play so bad over this John Moore person. I do not want him on the team anymore. 
Earl Bacanani, yeah. he's 22 years old. He's six one. He he actually uh well he has no points, but he has a plus minus in there for his career. So he's had seven games he's played. I honestly think he will be a, a very good defenseman in the future if we actually put him on the roster. As for John yeah, Moore, he's I, he's like, I think he's still a little small uh, though. He's six one. Yeah, what's his weight? 185. He's yeah. That's yeah. So small. He's got, he's okay, yeah, true, true. Sure. But I'm with you. Play more McAvoy. I, I, I again, I, I, I like it. We've seen enough John Moore. Enough about McAvoy from you up there, friggin' Polly <laughs> Pussy Pants. <laughs> oh, by the way, John Moore, minus 34 in his NHL career. Why are uh, we keeping him? What, what, what's the minus as in Boston? Oh, <laughs> he's, he's even because he can't get on the ice. This is what you call blind comparisons. <laughs> was he? Wasn't he a fourth line forward for us all in the playoffs? By our yeah, awesome dude, he was actually a fourth line forward. I, yeah, <laughs> dude, that was just that was if that was like the the absolute like hierarchy of what the fuck games that like if John Moore is playing as your fourth <laughs> fourth line. Forward. I mean, I, you know, see, was, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give as much crap if you played, you know, John Moore like defenseman and put Krug there. I mean, because that kind of ma- it makes a little sense. But like, nah, John Moore sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would rather have Paul Lindholm over John Moore. <sighs> yeah, Tyler, I, I know you were sad when Paul Lindholm decided to go home. <laughs> Asked for his release. Uh. Justin, you're up, buddy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry guys. Um, yeah, no. Um, honestly, Tyler. So, so John Moore, another one of another bag of crap to Sweeney's bags of crap. Okay, free agent signings that have just sucked ass since the moment he put ink on the paper with that player. Speaking of shit, free agent side. Um, David Backus. The end. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. David Backus, dude. That's good. That's good. That mind blown. But another one. He was my first dud of the week, Craig Smith. Hey, man, you play hockey for us. You try to score. I mean, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, another player, I get he's had, has like, what, three goals in a season, something like that. But as of late, it's been invisible. I mean, and he's supposed to be one of those guys that you t- that you grabbed in the offseason to provide that secondary scoring. And the dude, it just – I mean, and, and I have a list. I even I even came with a list of uh, players, okay, who the Bruins could have had within the past two years, okay, instead of Craig Smith or Andre Kasha or, uh, I mean, this is going way back, so I don't really include it, but, you know, Rick Nash when we got him. Um, Tyler DeFoley, 10 goals on the season. Josh Anderson, nine goals on the season. Vincent Trocek, he was a woman uh, last year who – Honestly, would have fit the mold perfectly. He's like another Brad Marchand, just maybe not as skilled. Six goals on the season. Mike Hoffman, five goals on the season. And I just included him just to go to the show. Like Bobby Ryan, who I loved in his prime, credit to this guy. Free agent signed by Detroit. I know Jimmy, don't worry, I didn't want them to sign him. I I, I want to stay away from Twitter. Uh-huh. But even that dude has four goals. And he's playing for a lowly Detroit. Whoa. And then and, and just Sweeney just picked Craig Smith, who's been pretty invincible, so he's my uh, first. Yeah, time. last five That's, games, he's had zero points. Yeah, he's he's one of your guys who you signed. He was your big, uh, he was your big offseason move, and he's done nothing. First done. Second done. Who was my dud last week? Charlie Coyle. 
This kid is supposed to be challenging for Krejci's spot on the second line. He's supposed to be like I know he's not going to put up like you know top ten points in the entire league. We don't look for him to that, but like, dude, where have you been, bro? Like, I where were you? He's been a little better, but outside, but out, otherwise invisible to me. Absolutely invisible. Um, and my final done has been uh, Zaboral. Um, out of all the uh, players so far, I know. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, not Zaboral. He was my honorable mention. David Krejci. He was my uh, other dud. Because he's another player. I mean, I know he has 10 assists, but five of those assists have been on the power play. Um, I get he plays with a revolving door of wingers. But you know him because he slows down the game. But he even said himself it's because he's a slow skater. So that's why he slows down the game. Uh, I, I don't think he's been particularly great at all. And I don't think he can produce five on five anymore. I swear to God, I don't think he can. Um, I don't think he's, he's been bad, but I don't yeah, know. He, five on he five, he's, he's. I, I know some more off. than. Well, let's put it this way, Tyler. I know some more than Charlie Coyle, for sure. But he's definitely not the David Krejci we used to know and love anymore. Um, and it's sad, but that's you know he's been. Eh. Yeah. So my dad's. Sorry, sorry, guys. I rambled. You can ramble it, all you want. That's half the fun. <laughs> Hey, Justin, I got, I got another name for you, though, for um that uh, Don Sweeney take. If you want one more name to throw in that uh that name or that, oh, on that list for you. Give me this a plethora of names. <laughs> this, this name, he's an, he's an old player, but he's he's kind of producing this year. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, okay? This year for Washington, he's one goal, three assists for Wait. four points. He's, yeah. I didn't Wait, he's know actually he, like, playing? I didn't even know he was playing there. I told you that guy was still playing. I didn't know. He, oh, wow. All right. Well. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, there you go. And I didn't even want him, but like honestly, he's. Might as well got him the cricks. I don't know. That was last year. He's not playing. He's, that oh. was last year's stat. Never oh, mind. Really? Oh. That was last year's <laughs> stat. Oh Jimmy. Jesus Christ, Jimmy! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> can't, one of three. Just remember, actually, folks, you can't have a hot take Tuesday without Jimmy Shea. <laughs> All right, hold on. So, like, go for, like, so, so, he, so he was he was get, he was rumored to come to us last year, right? Um, yeah, he, he went was. To LA. They were in on it when they were doing yeah. the free oh. agent signing. Fucking. Uh, so he, so he had, so he had ten goals and blah blah blah, uh, seventeen assists. Pretty. I mean, I would have taken him too. Just saying. I mean, he's old. I didn't really, I didn't really want him, but I mean, he's better than Kasha or whoever the hell it is. Richie. Oh, yeah. well, Richie's. He finally scored. Finally. Yeah, good finally, goal. finally scored one non five on five. And all us, none of us bastards bothered even to think about him for a stud this week, did we? I did. I did. <laughs> well, you're but in love I, with I him, so that doesn't again. count. He's he's kind of like the rest of the Bruins outside the top line. He's just kind of a mediocre yeah. dude. I mean, he's he didn't he wasn't really bad. He wasn't really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Okay. He's young, and the upside is there, guys. I'm telling you, when he's like 26, 27, stud, bona fide stud. Okay, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Here we he go. He said this is a floor. All right, all right, guys. You've had your say. Let me get my duds in so we can move on over here, you sons of bitches. <laughs> all right, I um, Justin, I I kind of agree with you. I have for my number one dud was the Coyle Smith combination. I know they've been kind of broken up a little bit here and there, but I mean both of them completely silent lately. Um, especially Coyle. We've seen much better from him over the last year plus uh my second dud is Dabrowski got up me all he from six to midnight uh seeing him come back shoot seven times and, and then he comes back in the second and third game and it just 
I think it was three shots, one shot. I don't even know if, what his shots uh, were in the second in the Islanders game. But and then third, um, my third dud is going to be Grizzly, but more like the medical staff that keeps putting him on the ice. I, I don't know which one to blame. <laughs> He's been hit, hurt in what like five out of six games or something. I don't know. That's an, an exaggeration, but he. It seems like every game he plays, he goes down with another injury. So. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to rush him back. Anybody else, they seem to be super cautious, but because he's like 5'9", they're like, nah, he'll be fine. He's like a kid. Babies bounce. <laughs> yeah, medical staff should be taking him in like like Pasenak. No, he's a tough kid, but he's undersized. That's what happens. Yeah. I mean, and he took you, know I mean, so like that's why you don't have undersized defensemen. <laughs> Guys, I missed the layup for my dud. Who? Jake Studnika got sent to Providence. I mean, come on. Come on. Jack? Are you kidding me? And I said Jake, I, I, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I, Debrus- I, don't, I can't get it right. Debrus- Debrus- Debruska is still in my head. Sorry. No, <laughs> as, soon, as, soon, as soon as Dave goes, someone who can't shoot the puck, I'm like, all right, well, let's see how he's doing this year. I'm like, oh, he got sent to Providence. Great. <laughs> Point. Well, I, I, I think they wanted him to actually play, though. Yeah, I know. I yeah, think he, yeah got, that's he, the thing. he got hurt, yeah, and they were like, "All right, let's let's put him back down with the little kid, the younger guys, a little bit." I don't want to call them back, little kids. The little kicks in the ass. Send him back to Pee Wee, and you know, teach him how to shoot the puck. Actually, see, there's the net. You shoot the puck in that thing, you score goals. Pierre Maguire style. Is that Although how, I, is that I, I, think, I think I think I should be a, a scratched player. Back no, I, you, I want him playing. I want him playing. I want. I do. If he's not playing up here, I want him playing down there. Well, I bet you if DeBrusque really hits a slump, I wouldn't be surprised if they recalled Ostadnika and put him in instead of DeBrusque. I would not be surprised. Yeah, instead of got I mean, the fucking both- Anton Bleed playing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw the title of, of yeah. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler finds out who great. Anton Bleed is. I'm so mad. I was busy this week. I was, I was so bad. I was busy this week, so I couldn't listen to it. Because I'm like, I, I mean, I want to know how how it even came up. How the hell did Anton Bleed even come up in your conversation? That was his third star. I mean, his third dud last week. <laughs> because no, he, yeah, he because he sucked. He he came up for one game and he sucked. <laughs> God, I went to Tyler like, 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 yo, who's Anton Bleed? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I was gone about him, dude. He was like You see, I say this because he's played a couple of games. Last year I saw him, he did nothing. He was a ghost. Then I God, see him in really one game and he was a fucking ghost again. He's played for like Excuse four years me for my language. But this guy Why, is done are you nothing. at church? <laughs> Yes. No, we, okay, we gotta give it PG. You know. What, when was the last oh, time God. we were PG on this show? Oh, I haven't. God. I've never. I've never been below an NC seventeen. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> <laughs> when me and Justin get going, it's bad. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah, dude. And I, I'm trying not to swear. I b- believe it or not. Me too. Same. That was us, studs and duds. I, I do like that segment. I have a lot of fun with that. Hmm. All right, uh, going to the two New York games, we'll kind of lump them together because I I, I like the fact um, I like the original six matchup. Jimmy, we we have talked about this. Justin, Tyler, um, I love the original six. It brings back a little something extra. There's that little extra hate in the games, and you saw that at, into this uh, in the second game in this series. 
But first game, Boston wins three to two in overtime. They go down when uh, is it Gutierrez scored in the first. Then Chris Wagner shorthanded of all people. Anders Bjork again of all people makes it two to one Boston. Uh, a funky goal by uh, is it Kevin Rooney for New York ties it at two to two. Shot from the point was definitely high sticked, but because it went off of someone else. Uh, I think they said later in the in the broadcast that it went off a of Bruins defenseman before um, Rooney hit it in to the net. I don't know. I, I call it bullshit. And then, uh, Jimmy, I think we all thought about you when we saw this overtime goal by Marshawn. Beautiful uh, pass breakup by Charlie McAvoy, number oh, one defenseman on the Boston Bruins. Gets it up to Marshawn who doesn't waste play. it. I think that that move Marshawn made, he made like 10 seconds earlier, the, the last rush they came down the ice. And it just got broken up by one of the uh, the Rangers defenders. It was um, it was um, I, I think it was that guy uh, Fox who wasn't Pierre Maguire was just going. Oh yeah, uh, he dude, was totally he had a him. huge, huge one in his pants for uh, Fox the entire night. Every time he just got on the ice, he'd be like Fox. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's useless. He really is a useless commentator. Like he, oh, he's like he's, he's, he's yeah he's John, he's John Madden now. Like, I think I think he's like the team who score. Uh, it was after it was um after the um oh it was it was after it was a shorty uh the shorty for um uh for Wags. Wagner yeah for old Wag old C. You have a hard time he, saying his name, huh? Yeah, it's, you it's, still have a hard time saying Chris Wagner. Chris Wagner. Wagner. Uh, <laughs> no, because uh, it was a great because it, it was it was a great. Oh, he's a local kid. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I believe he's from Walpole. Yeah, Walpole. Yeah, no, it, it, it doesn't get shoved in your throat every time he scores a goal, right? Him, oh. him, him or Coyle, actually. But Coyle's from, like, you know, from in Boston, too, right? Weymouth. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, oh, a Weymouth boy. Yeah, that's right. Um, No, but it was, uh, I think it was uh, Zabinajad got robbed by Rask. And oh, then, yeah, oh, Rask was good in this game. I know. Uh, he, was, oh, he was very good. He was good. You know what? Jimmy, I, I know, I, yeah. I know you, gave him, you gave him the dud, right? Yeah, it's because he gave up three yeah. goals to. to Dude, and, I, and I'm and, okay with that, but he was pretty damn solid in this okay. game. He, he, and, he made and, the thing with the thing with Rasko is he makes the he makes the unbelievable highlight saves, but then he's gonna let the point shot with no screen go right through him because that's who Rask is. He's soft. Yeah, and decided with Jimmy Halak had a shutout, and I don't, I don't, I didn't, I, I don't remember the last time Rask had a shutout too. So he hasn't had one all the season. But you know what? You went to go to go along with you, Dave, and believe me. I was just con- looking for reasons just to shit on him, especially for um not knowing what the hell score it was. Like, dude, really? I oh, wanted to hit on him. I, so I, I, I don't even know how I felt. Oh I think God. because oh so much, but like I, I think because he, everybody talked about oh. it for like four days, I just didn't want to even touch base. So I forgot about the it. Net. But you're right. I mean, like, like, dude, <laughs> like really? He could have easily just lost that game for him. anyways. But like, as much as I just wanted the crap on him for that, he—he's the reason the Bruins that like like were able to win that game. I mean, he robbed Zibanejad on a couple of beautiful chances. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dude, where was this game seven? Like seriously. Anyways. Well, the, that save he made on Zibanejad where he was going um, right to left and it hit him right in the glove. Yeah. I was talking about he's got to make that save. Before the the game before up against Philly, remember we were talking about that yep. last week, and I was kind of upset we with them on that. Is it, so, is it is it bad? Is it bad that when I said this, I'm like, "Wow, it's a great save." I'm like, 
we kind of should have caught the puck and not let it go out. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I mean, it was a great save. Catch the puck there because, you know, uh, technically it's a rebound, and that's not a good spot for a rebound. I, I'll take the save in that instance, but if you want to nitpick, go for yeah. it. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not going to judge that, you. That's, that's just me being, being negative. It was a great save. But uh, I think I said something about, you know, uh, after Halak's, you know, shutout. I said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Halak can shut out, and, uh, you know, Rask gives up three goals. <laughs> Story of two goalies here. And someone, someone's like, well, Halak doesn't uh, play in the playoffs. You saw what happened last year. Like, well, Rask also doesn't play well in the playoffs. So what are we really losing? <laughs> if we're going to lose, 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 you know, 5-1 or 3-2, it's still a loss. It's not like, you know, you get an extra point for going, keeping it close. I mean, give me a blown out so I can go to bed. At, well, uh, Jimmy, I, I, I don't think, I think what you're asking is too, is too hard, right? It's just like come up big in elimination games. Pretty straight. Yeah, That's it's all. Too hard. Simple. Everyone what? can do it. <laughs> you get paid seven and a half million dollars. I, I I expect you to uh, call me crazy or ten. Uh, uh, Jimmy, I think it was you earlier who asked if these this Ranger series was series series. You see, you got me doing it now. Uh, if this Ranger <laughs> series was the most exciting series we had seen so far, and I think all four of us agree that it was. Um, well, it's because I was looking for praise because I think we asked uh, before the season started what what series are you gonna be looking forward to watching the best, and I think two of you guys said uh, Philly, and I was like, nah, I'm going original six, even though the Rangers suck as a team. I'd rather see the original <laughs> six and the best two games of the year. I'm like sitting over here, I'm just like, man, am I good or what? <laughs> well, we'll let you pump your own tires anytime you want, boss. Oh, you know, you know, I'll do it. I think I think this was the Bruins' best second period of the season to this point, 19 shots, only one goal to show, but I, I don't know. They just, for a couple of years now, I felt like the second period has just been there kind of like, let's just try to make it through, you know? I know. Yeah. When you put pucks on the net, you're putting on pressure into the goalie. That's what you need. You need momentum. It's important. Yes. Always important. <laughs> Sorry. <Tyler>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're at, you're absolutely right. Um, 19 shots on a goaltender in a 20-minute period. I mean, that's pretty decent. Uh, unfortunately, in the third period, you only put on six. And, you know, you're fortunate to only have the need the one shot in overtime. Was this... This wasn't the fight night. This wasn't fight night. That, so the next game against the Rangers, one nothing Boston win. Brett Ritchie finally scores five on five. Nick Ritchie. Brett Nick, Ritchie. Nick, sorry, sorry. I don't know where the fuck that one came from. <laughs> Nick Ritchie finally you scores five slip. on five. Um, yeah, I'm not a Brett Ritchie fan. I'll tell you that much. I, I believe uh, another I s- bad move by Sweeney, by the way. Yep. Uh, dude, just keep, just keep, keep on. Yeah. I love it. Come on. Let that pot boil over. Uh, I believe no it was Matt Kalman I saw on Twitter earlier uh, saying that Nick Ritchie was your, other than like Poston, the first line. Um, Nick Ritchie was your team MVP, and I wanted to be like, yeah, maybe for the power play. Oh my god, dude, these are like I. It's, it's even hard to listen to hockey shows sometimes. So I gotta listen to Bob Beersy and all those other guys be like, yeah, you know, like we're doing really good right now. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 you know, all the goals will come. You know what I mean? Like like I like when see does a little thing. So it's like, oh my god, you guys just start becoming insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? They're, they're the hometown crowd. They they get on them a little bit, but they're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to pump them up. Yeah, right. So this game, um, 
broke Charlie McAvoy's eight-game point streak. In case you didn't hear, he had a nice point streak going last week, Jimmy. It uh, <laughs> also extended the Bruins' uh, point streak to ten games, and I believe it was their fifth win in a row. Uh, and that was broken uh, the very next night in, in, against the Islanders, a 4-2 to two loss. Uh, I don't think they really looked... They didn't really. It was their first back-to-back of the year. They didn't look like they were ready for it uh, from the get-go. I mean, uh, one thing, David, they had a lot of away games. Did like you just David, the, me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They what? I'm sorry. They had a lot of away games. You said. Yeah, I think. Yeah, all their games like so far have been away games, and this month at least. Like it's crazy, and they got all those wins. That 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 actually is really good. Yeah, they do have a very good road record, uh, and I, we were mentioning it earlier that they were only gonna play one if they play Thursday night. They'll only play one actual home game this month. Yeah, I looked at some like statistics. Uh, 1972 Bruins had that same uh, streak going, and now the Bruins have tied it. So that that is pretty incredible. Yeah, that's pretty good. And unfortunately, it's uh, it's broken now, thanks to the Islanders, a young team that I like. Um, I think the Bruins came out kind of flat in that game. You can disagree if you want. I know Marshawn scored to open the scoring in that game. Um, then uh, John Gabriel Peugeot, I, I like that guy. That I liked him when he was up in Ottawa. I wish the Bruins had made a push for him. Makes it 1-1. One to one. Jordan Emberley makes it 2-1 to one for the Islanders in the second period. And that's all in the first period. So, um, one of the things I I think the Bruins really need to uh, work on and have needed to work on for a while is those timely goals. This one was you know three minutes later, but that's I mean that felt that kills time. all your momentum re- right away. You know, what'd you say, Jimmy? It felt it felt quicker than three minutes. Yeah. So I watched I watched the game and then I watched it. Uh, I was out. Uh, I was watching uh, other games the next night. I was watching, I believe it was the Pittsburgh Washington game the next day. But they had in the corner, they had the other the game from uh, the Bruins Islanders game. I was watching it and it was like score. I'm like, awesome, there we go. And then I looked up and I literally looked up like it felt like 30 seconds later and they scored. I'm like, oh my God, was that fast? So I didn't realize it was three minutes. It felt a lot quicker than three minutes. Yeah. And that's been that's been a common theme with Boston. Usually it's within a minute and a half. And I think I'm being generous there. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so what? You, well, listen. I I think honestly, guys, like the Islanders game, and they've lost to them twice now, um, in regulation. The only two teams I think they've lost in regulation to are the Islanders, because I think Barry Trotz with his like really defensive mind system, um, and the Islanders have some big dudes. They really expose the biggest issue with the Bruins is they are a one line team. I mean, right now, if you, the three best goal scorers you have on your team, guess what? And they are so obvious. Marshan, Bergeron, Pasternak. The perfection line. The perfect, yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> There's been nothing perfect about it lately. <laughs> I mean, and um, you know those and those three have combined for 21 goals. That's one goal more than half of the goals they have for the entire season. Which is better than That's last your issue. year. You know, which which is like, but still, it's like it, it's just, the issue is is that. They're a one-line team, and when you play a good defensive team like the Islanders, they shut down that one line, and they and they force. I mean, and look, it was um, was it Marche who only scored those goals, I believe. 
Or, uh, uh, Marshawn, then Marshall. Bergeron scores in the second. Uh, yeah, that's then two. Barzal and Peugeot again in the third, although uh, both in the third period, it was on the power play for Barzal and shorthanded for Peugeot. So our special teams have just... Splat. They really have. And honestly, and, and like, I'm happy about it because I want I want them to be forced more to score five on five. But the issue is still hot on. Like, like, like you shut down that top line, Force the Bruins to score elsewise, and they can't do it. And um, I, and like Philly and Washington, I mean, I know they're one of the marquee players in our division, but their defenses aren't great. They have both of those teams are thirty. Uh, Washington has thirty-one goals against, and Philly has twenty-seven. So they obviously have issues with their defense. Um, but Islanders good, good de- do uh, do good decor right there, and they uh, good defensive style. And that's the issue with the Bruins; they have no secondary scoring. Yeah, even the little uh, bits that you have comes in in small spurts. Uh, Tyler, yeah, I you're saying? I'm sorry. Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? <laughs> I was uh, so I I kind of I kind of really hit on this game. Great great movie by the way. That you <laughs> know, w- w- watching it, all I could watch is Barzal and just hate the picks consecutively. Uh, <laughs> it's brutal. I know. You see how I tried to gloss over that he scored. On the power play, I know, I know. All three, all three of those players for the Bruins should not be on an NHL team. They should all be in Providence because they all. Oh suck. God! And, 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 and the the Bruins should just and, be traded. And he, and he, well, no, the Bruins is probably a good AHL player. He's a top six forward down there. Um, He's a top six Washington, forward here. <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> there's a lot about our team. Here. And why I've picked this team to finish fourth in the division, which I'm going to be dead wrong about because this. Team yeah, I, I I had them at fourth, but I, the, yeah, the younger it's, it's defensive great. core is kind of surprised. They're, I think all of us. Yeah, they're they're going to be the number one or number two, and they're going to run to the buzzsaw called Washington. Because if you're not finishing one, finish fourth because you don't want to hit Washington the first round because it'll be a quick sweep, real quick. Maybe maybe they'll toss you a game, but. I, I, watching that series, watching that game, I'm sitting here just bashing my head into the coffee table, watching this. Them just, I'm like, how do you like? You don't miss it. You miss a player, it's fine. You have three because you have three, three consecutive picks. Okay, three. You have a you have a defenseman who is soft and who's not, he's barely played in the league, and he doesn't look good. You have a guy who got put on waivers. Who he may be in the AHL. I don't know if he's even part of the organization anymore in Senishin. And DeBrusque, he was his rookie season. Wow. Excuse me. His rookie season, he was very good, but he peaked his freshman year of high school. Okay, he's he's sucked since then. I mean that that game seven versus Toronto might be the highlight of his career, and that's sad because he was a rookie. He looked good, but he still seemed to be recovering from that Nazem Kadri uh, concussion. Yeah, that hit still. Yeah, yeah. It, I think I think yeah. I, it's been almost two years. I, I I don't know if it's that. I just think. Unfortunately, and I, I really like the kid because when he's hot, he's he's good, you know, but he's just so streaky and a, a change of scenery might actually do him good, Don't you know, guess. but you got to get you got to get something for him. And, you know, to Justin's hey, point, you better Sweeney's, Sweeney's probably going to pick up some excellent cross play like he was Belichick or something. Ottawa Senators. Oh my God, you can't. You can never like honestly, kind of like you can count on Bill Belichick. You, you can count on Don Sweeney not to make a, a, a big splash move. That's why, like, I see all these like cool rumors, and I'm like, nope, I'm not. I'm not gonna get invested because at the end of the day, Sweeney's gonna like freak out. D- 
jump in his pants, pass on a player, and he's going to pick like a freaking fourth liner and try to put him in, in the second line spot. That's what he's going to do. I and, got it. Oh. I got a prediction for the trade. Shake the brusque for Evgeny Dadunov. Okay, that was <laughs> that was that was my guy in the in the offseason. That was my guy. I was going to get to him later on in the episode when you know he's, any last thoughts. I was going to talk to him about him later, so I'll, I'll I'll hold off on Dadunov. But that was my guy. That was my guy. I wanted to get in the offseason. Dadunov, dude. Uh, <laughs> He would be a good one. He's, he's doing better than the Brust right now. He's just eight Score. points. Six goals. Too. Justin, what are the Cheers. odds of Sweeney pulling that one off? Absolutely zero. Uh, uh, pretty much zero. If, he, if he's a half-decent player, uh, Dave, you can count on a zero percent chance. All right? Excellent. So he's going he's gonna to get the uh, player that does all the little things right. I can't score. How about you just? How about you get a player that can score and not do a little? And does nothing right? else right. Just, yeah, just scores. Just tell him to go on the ice. Don't even play defense because everyone else on the team plays defense. Just go out there and put the goddamn puck in the net. Jesus. Take a deep breath. Deep breath. What is? Uh, where's Dad enough now? Ottawa. Um, He's in Ottawa. All right. Oh yeah, definitely shipped a brusque up there then. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, it's actually a, a pretty decent team. Justin, they actually Justin, got the brusque. <laughs> Justin, did you um, excuse me, did you uh relate Big Sween to Belichick, like with like making trades and stuff like that? Uh, that was yeah, kind of more me. Okay, well, I there's a there's a different no, there's a different GM in Boston that fits a lot more, and his name is uh Danny Ainge, who seems to always be around something for the last like five or six years and not able to pull the trigger. That's lot, true. Danny Ainge is, is being. I, I, I I think the last movie he made was the Isaiah Thomas trade back in like 2016. No, I know I, the biggest trade he's I think he's made is uh, the, the last big one was the Kyrie Irving one. Which was Isaiah, which shipped Isaiah out of town. Right? I think it was that one. But, but uh, he's, he's, he's rumored about every single big player in the league, every single one. He's rumored to have him come to Boston with all these picks and all these assets. I mean, Bruins have all these young players it's, with all this high ceiling and. It's, yeah, the, old, it's have... the old Harry Sinden playbooks. We're in on this guy. He's way up here. We're way, way, way. And then look the other way when I spend down here. It's the old <laughs> Harry Sinden playbook. They're all going by it. Oh, so great. It's, I love being a fan it, of this team. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> I know, right? brutal. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. Oh. Frick won the 90s again with his team. God. Oh. I, didn't even, I wasn't even alive in the 90s for this team. But, I mean, I was alive in the 90s, not for this team. Yeah, I've been around for a little while. <laughs> so, that was last week's game. And, Jimmy, I said something about odds, so you want to make a bet? I just like winning. It's time to bet your ass. Catch me outside. Here on the Boston Bee Party. That, that take is terrible. The 11th, he has Vegas beating Anaheim. Shot for Vegas was the Marshall's so chance. Here's Getzlaff walking in. He's trying to tuck it in short side, and Fleury stopped that one with his back. Good save. San Jose beating the Los Angeles Kings. Along to Kopitar, near half wall. Kopitar inching to the goal line. Slings it off the wall to Dowdy. Back for Kopitar. Turns, faces, wrist shot, score! Power play goal for the captain. 
uh, he also threw one out. I didn't, Justin, did you see that at all, the pick that he threw out? Gets it to center. Myers stood up there and comes right back in. Here's Patterson. Long leads the puck for Myers. Gets open. Fires the shot. Scores! He said he won it. I don't know. We'll, we'll take his word for it, but we're not counting it. Down to make a bad day. Let's do this thing. So I said originally, um, well, let's talk my record. Okay. I went two and one this week, not a great week. Um, so what I'm, I think I'm gonna start doing is I'm picking anywhere from two to three games here on the pod, and I might throw a game out later on in the week, or probably over the weekend, because you know, I get a little scratch and I need to switch it because the games are normally like like get the games today or tomorrow, and or the games I'm picking for today are tomorrow, and then uh I get like an itch around the weekend with no football. I'm like, I you know I'm gonna throw this game out there, and I'm two and zero this uh, two and zero since I started doing it. Uh, so I went um I went two and one. Um, let's see. Uh, so I'm overall I'm twelve and five this season. So let's uh, let's get to these picks. Um, I said originally I was gonna do two picks. I think I found a third game, so they're all tomorrow. Let's start with the seven thirty game. It's Chicago um, going to Detroit. And I'm going to pick the Chicago Blackhawks to beat Detroit. I have them right now at can't of course I'm not gonna <laughs> right now. Here we go. They're minus 127. And the next game I have, pull it back down now, um, is a the last two games are 10 o'clock games. The next game is we're gonna go Vancouver at Calgary. I think I picked them last week. That was my uh when I tweeted out. But I'm gonna take Vancouver plus one thirty-three. Going back to the well on that one. And then the third game is Winnipeg going to Edmonton. And I'm going to say, screw the curse. I'm taking Winnipeg to beat them at plus 118. So, again, that's uh, Chicago over Detroit, Vancouver over Calgary, and Winnipeg over Edmonton. You just hate Edmonton. I mean, they suck. <laughs> they have one. They have two good players, and they somehow cannot – have a decent record. I do not know how they do it. Because I, I, I want to say something real quick. I want to talk about these guys real quick. Connor McDavid has 30 points, the most in the league. Leon Dreisaitl right behind him, 26. This team is uh, – let me check. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by are, that they're, much. They're in fourth place. I mean, I thought, they were, I thought they were worse. Like Calgary was at least like above them. But the fact that they are not even in first place with these two players is absolutely insane. Well, in their defense, uh, Austin Matthews is playing like he should, like he's Connor McDavid right now. Trotsky? Uh, no. Sorry. No, yeah, not there yet. <laughs> no, I don't think he'll any. I don't think he'll be anywhere near Gretzky. Let's be I mean, real. Honestly, I'm. I mean, I know he's not gonna be. I know. I'm just saying, but I, I, I'm. Sh- I'm shocked that honestly, Winnipeg's doing this well. I, th- I mean, they're they're rebuilding. Yeah. Ottawa. But it's still really good down the down the middle, Jimmy. To be honest with you, they have what they have, um, Shif- Shif- uh, Shifley, uh, Duclair, and Stassi. They have Wheeler still. Right? I mean Wheeler, Wheeler, Wheeler. Excuse me. That, 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 that. Former Boston Bruin. Yeah. yeah, former Boston Bruin. Go hey, you know, what? I'm okay with that today because you know what we got. We got a ring out of that one. Thanks, Peverly. Yeah, that's true too. True. Facts. Um, but could agree with you more, Tyler. Like, like honestly, we joke about the Bruins being a one line team. The Edmonton Oilers are a two-man team, all right? Like, the, they have the two best players in the entire league right now, and they just – when they play like it, they pretty much carry the team. I mean, the rest of Edmonton sucks. 
Yeah, and we talk about Rask being bad. This goalie on the Oilers is a bum. What's his Absolute name? Koskinen? Bum. Koskinen? Yeah, he is a bum, bro. They need a new goaltender. How much is he making? Tyler, I bet if I go back last year, you're all I remember you being all over liking Koskinen. I'm sorry. If I'm going to call Jimmy oh, out I, on I shit, uh, you know, uh, sorry, but yeah, he's definitely not doing very well up there, but um, yeah, I'm going to call you on that one. Last year, you loved him, ju- it, just like I you loved Kyle Palm- Palmieri, and this year, he's one, a bum. <laughs> it was probably because of one game like he had. He had like, some big winning streak, and I just was praising him. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's what it was. It was just a good game. Yeah. Also, I, I, so I just bring this, this up, guys, like because like I, I feel like we've been doing a little bit too much Bruins loving here at, at points. But I really feel like if we were in our old division, we'd be out of the playoffs at this point. Yes, it's easy. Uh, dude, Montreal, Tampa, easily two two of like dude, they're rolling people uh Washington and Toronto. I mean oh, Washington's all, not all those Yeah, Washington's well, Washington, not normally there. We know that's true too. Yeah, excuse me, not Washington. Florida, like yeah, Kevin got got behind the curtains, but still, it's like all those teams, wagons. Wagons. I'm sorry for the Bruins' young defense. I don't think we'd be doing as well as we were playing with those guys. I really no. don't. So I think our our, our records a little more, that makes our record a little bit more inflated. To be honest with you. True. I think we're gonna get smoked in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't think we're gonna win. Oh no! I, I can first maybe... round elimination. Well, wait. I, the first round is uh, within a, within division as it is currently, yeah. right? And then the second round would be with one of the other division teams. I, I think it then it recedes. It? I think it oh, then in general it recedes. It, it recedes like okay. So I, I forget how how it works, but well, anyway, we're gonna get smoked by one of those teams. So I mean, our worst our worst thing is if we get washed in the first round because then we'll get smoked in the first round. Oh, yeah. We don't we don't have the easy we don't have the easy. We're we're we the Islanders. We're gonna get smoked. We can't beat uh, the Islanders at all. I think Philly, Philly may have a shot. Pittsburgh, I think you can win because I think they're, they're not doing great. And I just think you have that number. But but Washington and Islanders, I think they have you. Absolutely. Washington, five. Uh, Islanders may take you in six or seven. But, yeah, that's fine. Washington will sweep us. It, it's not happening. And, you know, and then, again, if you have to play Tampa, the Canadians. Yeah, it's uh, over. And, Toronto, it, it, like in any form, you, you're done. Vegas. I'm sorry. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas is going to smoke you as well. I mean, like, the, Vegas also is a wagon, guys. Um, they're awesome. They've been freaking on fire. So, Can I can I revisit who I have um, winning the cup? Because I think I had Colorado, and I'm not going to really change my pick, but I want to look at, you know, the top uh, five teams here, okay? And there's one clear team that I think, watching them throughout this week, that they're far and away. I keep underrating this team. So I'm going to say these odds real quick. You have Vegas at number one plus 700. You have Tampa number two at 750. Boston's the third favorite to win the cup. At that is so wrong. Is, that is so no. wrong. Which is a waste of money. They're, oh. tied, they're tied with Colorado at plus 800 at four. And then they have uh, another wasted team there is uh, Toronto at plus 1,000. The sixth team is uh, Montreal, which I, I think Montreal is not there yet. But Toronto's going to get a big boost because they don't have to play the Boston Bruins in well, the first exactly. round. So my my thing is, I do it every year because I think they're a the newest team in the league. Vegas is 
is stacked. I want to swear there, but I'm not. I'll I'll, I'll save my switch when I get mad at Justin next time. Um, no, no, they're they're wagging you. Yeah, they're, 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 I think I think they'll win a cup. I keep, I keep, I keep maybe this year. The, the two headed monster we talk about here in Boston. I I don't know if Leonard's. I think Leonard's. Um, I think he's hurt. Yeah, I was, I, he wasn't there. But between Flurry, Flurry's a phenomenal goalie. Leonard, when he's healthy, is a phenomenal goalie. They have Pacioretty. They have Stone. They they have Riley Smith is like the, the third line player there. Like William Carlson. Then the defense is stacked. I mean, there's so many players. Petrangelo's in his prime. Do I love Alex Petrangelo? Wow, he's awesome. I mean, like, no, I, Vegas Vegas is an absolute wagon. Uh, Montreal's a wagon. Tampa's a wagon. All, all those teams are, are, are above the Bruins, are, are head and heels. I am so Maybe surprised. Petrangelo will, will honestly help them get to the Stanley Cup because he's just an amazing, like, captain or alternate captain, man. He's an awesome player. Oh, absolutely. Hands yeah, I love down. watching him. Um, and um, But Toronto, though, I mean, I will say that this as, as well as they're playing – they still have the same damn issues. Their de- defense and goaltending blows. I mean, did you, I don't know if you guys saw, um, heard or saw about the uh, the game against the Ottawa. They're up five to one. Ottawa comes back, wins it in uh, overtime. Six. That five. was so. That was that, that was my that was my goat. That was my ending thought here. So while, while we're gambling, almost. So when the Leafs scored the goal to make it five to one, they had a ninety nine point nine seven percent chance to win that game. Wow. The freaking wow. Atlanta Maple Leafs, boys. Oh my god! Like that's the one thing about that team. If that team actually had defense, which is why I'm done. They weren't one of the uh, uh, teams going in on Petrangelo, or at least didn't try to like. But then again, their cap space is probably very tight. Um, but like that, that that's the Achilles heel of that team. That's why they'll never win because they don't have decor. Yeah, you gotta what, have that like stud one and two defenseman. What's Toronto's top line making? Like twenty four, twenty five million, something stupid like that. Oh, something like that, and I think that top line too is uh, is it is it? Are they playing Thorn on the first line with Matthews and um, um, are they really? uh, Warner? I oh, thought I saw good. that. That's pretty cool. But um, and then the second line is Tavares, Hyman, Nylander, something like that. Like, I mean, that right no. there is most of your set. I don't know. Maybe hold on. So maybe that, not. But don't check me on that. I thought I saw that. Maybe I was wrong. That's probably the biggest thing about us not playing Toronto this year is Joe Thornton's there. What a great thing that would be if we were playing him this year in our own division. And then oh, like, awesome. just saying that would have been so cool, but whatever. I don't, I don't honestly, I don't, another thing is I'd support Toronto just to see Joe Thornton uh, hold a hell, hold up a cup. Oh, hell no, dude. Kiss my the, ass. The way, <laughs> Jesus. At, at the clip that right, Matthews has been scoring, there's no way Thornton's on his line because he's only got two po- uh, two goals and two assists for four points. Oh wait, okay, so maybe I maybe I saw. It wouldn't be. It would not surprise me if Joe Thornton was still on that line and then didn't also um, and he also wasn't putting up points because that's Joe Thornton at, at his finest. <laughs> Dude, Joe Thornton, Jumbo oh, Joe, that dude. That's too much. All right, so where we get going on? So up, upcoming, there's uh, two games next week: New Jersey Devils on Thursday, and then versus Philadelphia Lake Tahoe game. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, I think Philly's out of concussion. Uh, yeah, concussion uh, COVID protocol. Um, so I would love to see that game. I'm going to work. I'm going to have to make sure that's being recorded for me. What do we feel about the uh, the outdoor games, guys? It's definitely interesting. I, I kind of look forward to seeing it. Uh, like pool hockey, man. 
Reminds me of those old NHL games. It's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pumped. This is this is different because it's not like you're playing in a natural city. This kind of reminds me of the Heritage Games up in Canada. I'm excited. No, honestly, I, I'm hoping that this leads to um, them considering to do this more often when like it's when when it's not COVID anymore, when COVID's not really a thing anymore. Because um, I I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. I think the vibe's great. Um, I would personally love to go to one. So I'm really hoping that I mean, outside of the Winter Classic, I know they do the Winter Classic outside, but um, I'm hoping they well, consider they, moving forward to do to do more outdoor games during the season. They were doing the Stadium Series for a couple of years. I don't know if they did it last year, and then they had the the Heritage Classic up uh, in Canada. Um, I just think you need the perfect weather for it. You, you know, do, and, and yeah. any kind of precipitation in the games kind of start to suck. But that view of the the lake and the mountain, that's gonna oh, be gorgeous beautiful. to watch oh, the entire game. Have you, have you seen the pictures? Yeah, I, I've seen some, um, and I'm, I I don't even know. I'm gonna have to try and watch the game like six times because I'm gonna be staring in the background the whole time. <laughs> True, me too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I don't know what kind of how the rink's set up there. I mean, for would be set up there for fans if you were gonna have fans. I don't think they can have fans there right now. Mm-mm. But um. I, I think the biggest problem with those outdoor games is the stadiums. Um, I, yeah. knew, I knew somebody who went to the um, Fenway game. He said he could barely see anything. I think Gillette was probably a little bit of a better venue for it, but you're still so far away. Yeah, football, from what I've heard, um, baseball stadiums are not ideal for it just because it's not made for a rectangle in the middle of a field. Just there's too many blind spots. Football stadium, it, it sits in the middle, which sucks because you can't see, but it it works for the actual layout because it's a football field and a hockey rink are very similar shape. So the viewing is not great because you're so far away, but it's it fits. Right, but even those first yeah. rows, I mean, I know they have some on-the-field rows and stuff, but those first rows of the football stadiums, they're so far away from the rink. Yeah. You know? Um, so you go for the experience. You don't go for the game, though. That's the yeah, thing. I, I, I would... I wouldn't mind going to one of them like you, Justin. But at the same point, the the amount of money those tickets go for, I I want nothing to do. Oh with. well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's the issue too, Dave. It's like you know, if I was with your famous, I go to one. But you know, uh, that's it, coming for me. <laughs> it, it, would, it would have to be at like it would have to be a like I don't know, like a Bruins Red Wings game at like the Big House in Michigan. Like it would have to be like that, like an iconic arena. An iconic original six matchup. It would have to be like that, or like, um, you know, Rangers Boston at West Point's fo- football stadium. It had to be like the perfect arena, and the in the two teams I actually wanted because it's an original six. I w- I would have thought about going to the Notre Dame uh, place, uh, Notre Dame Arena, or football stadium for the the uh, Blackhawks Bruins one last time they were in it. All right, so we're uh, we're gonna see the Devils. The Devils have been basically off for. Uh, 10 days or so, 14 days almost probably. I clicked on the wrong one, of course. Nice job. Learn to read on the fly, Dave. Yeah, they haven't played a game since the 31st of January. Uh, they're playing right now against the Rangers. You know, hopefully they're rusty because uh, although they're up 4-2 to two over the Rangers right now with 20 seconds to go on the third. Excuse me. Sorry, AHL team. Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Yeah, this is. I think this is this game right now is for the Calder Cup. There we go. <laughs> Beanpot, gentlemen. And both those teams took the Bruins overtime. Just saying, that's 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 a great team right there. So 
you know, would we go one and one against them earlier in this this year? So we we know what we're gonna be going up against the Philly team. Like I was mentioning, they had some COVID issues themselves, and uh, they have not played since the seventh. They are hopefully gonna play uh, tomorrow night. I haven't heard that game getting canceled or anything yet. And then they're gonna meet you out there. But then after that, Boston doesn't play again till what was it Thursday? The twenty fifth. Yeah. So another four days off, another scheduled vacation. Uh, and I brought this up last week. How much, how much benefit is this for the Bruins with this much time off a quarter of the way into the season with the older team, Tyler? It probably benefits them a lot. Yeah, you don't think they're getting rusty and, you know, uh, Wizard of Oz reference needing the oil can on the old joints? Oh, no, that means that. <laughs> that <old ass> movie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> now I feel old shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, Ty- Tyler is the only one on this pro- program who uh, isn't legally allowed to drink. So, true. Jimmy or Justin? Same question. Sorry, what was the, I, I? I got so thrown off by the Wizard of Oz part. I, 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 Jimmy, if you only had a brain, <laughs> right? <laughs> we all had a brain. Let's be real. I got it. I got it. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous on how early the quote unquote, I guess, got bye week is. Two, because... almost, almost two back to back. You're gonna have two games yeah. in between. You know? Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. I. So to me, this team is not an, like. Yes, they're star players. "Quote unquote," if you want to call Bergeron a star, um, he's Dick. they're they're old. I know I can't I, I, I can't I can't not throw it. Um, you know, Krejci's uh, old. I don't look at Bergeron as an old player, and Pasternak's not old. So they're a rebuilding team. As much as people don't want to hear it, they're a rebuilding team. They're a young team, so it should not really throw them off that much. I mean, it'll help the veterans of this team, like old man Bergeron and Grandpa Krejci, but it won't really uh, hurt this team. It shouldn't hurt this team at all. Not, not even when it gets down to crunch time, and all of a sudden everything just starts. The schedule just starts to really compress. I mean, it was already compressed I mean, to begin with. Don't worry, you know, Bergeron's gonna. You, you could have the bye weeks, the last two weeks of the season, and Bergeron would still pull his groin in the gym or something like that. It's just, it's a, it's inevitable. And Krejci will, you know, twist his knee some way doing squats. Or it's inevitable. Those guys are injury prone. They're gonna do it every year. It doesn't matter if you play no games or fifty games in the final fifty days. They're just that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, I think just given from what we saw last year, how the team did was pretty much rolling at the, at the, um, you know, at the whole start of the COVID, and then when they came back, they just looked flat. I mean, I, I think that's kind of reality now with an older team like this, um, especially where we haven't had the preseason this year. I think you start, you're seeing a little. I mean, Grant, again, I, I get their record, but again, we have to be realistic about this record and this season. I think, you know, with that minus the, pro, uh, the preseason, I think you've seen them have to, you know, get their legs under them. Uh, it may, may take a little while longer. And I think if they had too many of these kind of like incremental breaks, I think for the older guys, I feel like that's not that's not great. That's not going to help, like, keep them going, get them going, whatever. Um, now, do I think it's going to make a difference in the playoffs? No, because I think they're going to get passed in the first or second round anyways. But with that being said, you know, I, I definitely don't think this layoff time is good for them, no. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't love it. I think that they're gonna get a little stale, and then they're gonna have a hard time ramping back up. Uh, and then when you compress the schedule, I, I think it's gonna get it. 
obviously it's going to go one, one of two ways. It's either going to be good or bad. Uh, but listening to you talk, Justin, right there, and you brought up the fact on how they were rolling at the end as soon as COVID started, when the work stoppage started. Yeah, work stoppage, the, the COVID stoppage. Um, they, they were rolling, and then when they came back, I, I'm afraid we're going to start seeing that, you know, when they came back, sluggishness. But if you can get on a nice tear, how far do you think they can go um, if they start rolling like the end of last season? Uh, how far do I think they can uh, get going, Dave? Yeah, let, let, let's say this this uh, this little two-week period, almost three-week period, where you're only playing like, like, three them? games. Yeah. Do you, do you think there I mean, could honestly, be some, some merit to, you know, I mean, Chara was a guy when he was here who didn't like to come out because too many days off – screwed with his game you know what i mean is it I, i'm almost wondering if this could be a benefit at this point like a, a good benefit it, for the bruins i, I definitely think I, I i mean i think it's kind of up in the air at this point because it is a shortened season that was the other thing i was i was thinking of i know the games are more condensed but i was like oh maybe less games like maybe the other guys would be more refreshed for the playoffs and so on and so forth and again to be honest with you i i, I think regardless of the effect it has it's not going to really um, provide you with any alternate outcome that was to happen. Um, not to be a whole fatalistic approach here, but um, I definitely think like it, even if it does help them, it's it, like like as far as like maybe being a little bit healthier for longer, um, great. But I I think the end result is still the same. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah. As you were talking and you talked about you know the stoppage and how they came back so sluggish, I started wondering maybe it could help. Maybe, yeah, but. Yeah. Wish, wish, wishful thinking from the from the local homer, I guess. Uh, I know we'll listen to every single trade deadline, Dave. I just, you know, the whole the hometown uh, hopeful here is just keep thinking, big move, big move, big move. This is the, oh. this 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 is the year where somehow oh. uh, big Sween trades like uh, Martian and like two first round picks for Connor McDavid or something like that. Dude, and dude, McDavid Ozzie breaks his knees fucking move. three weeks no, into the no. into the. Yeah, he, he, he's like a no chance is AC. And and Edmonton wins the cup and Marshan as a captain. Yeah. Oh god. Jimmy, you always gotta go too Wild far. times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, guys, that's why I'm here. I'm here to keep you guys like. I'm like the I'm like the the like the Jimmy hot takes. Jimmy hot takes. I mean, clearly you're you're takes. clearly you're at least a third of the show because uh, we recorded an extra half hour over last uh, over last week. So <laughs> I'm, I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Hot Air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start a hot air balloon business. <laughs> hot air shades. Ooh. Hot air shades. Nice. I actually like that. I can see, see Jimmy rocking in a hot air balloon just going around town. Have you heard how bad McAvoy is just around the city of Boston? McAvoy <laughs> sucks. You want uh, the but then he's going to find you and take his lunch money, your lunch money again, Jimmy. You want, you want, you want the McAvoy special? Dude, no, he's going to be on some... Jimmy, he's going to be on some random rooftop with a bow and arrow and he's going to like do a hole in your... I'll be like, hey, hey kids, you just want the McAvoy special? What's that? We're going to take you up as high as we can. I'm just going to pop the balloon. We're, we're all going to plummet.
<laughs> we hit that ceiling. We did it. We hit the ceiling. Oh, oh no. Oh, dude. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I don't know what we're going to do with you. Uh, but but you make me laugh. Glad I have a purpose. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I think that's about all I got. Who wants to start us off closing thoughts? Uh, Jimmy, you, you had some uh, thoughts you would brought up. I did. Um, I already hit him because Justin brought up the dad enough. So, I mean, I, I'll hit dad enough. So, I hit him in, the, in uh, I think, the last episode of last season. We talked about who we want to go out and get. And I said dad enough from Florida. And more because I played NHL on my PS4. And this guy was so good. And he was so cheap. Um, I'm like, this guy can score. Like, his, his, like his stats, they were pretty good. I looked at his numbers. I'm like, shit, he's a pretty good player. And then you look at him over in Ottawa. I'm like, man, we could have this guy in our second line or first line, but possibly in the second line. This guy's a pretty good player. Just saying. So, <laughs> nothing more like patents. Yeah, Jacob Russ, he's the perfect person for that trade. You boy, the thing is, you could have signed him in for nothing. And you could have kept DeBrusque on the third line then. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, trade, trade Kasha. Oh, yeah. Is he even worth a bag of bucks at this point? I don't know. Ghost you. I, I, I feel like yeah, I, I, so. I feel no. like he's gonna uh quietly go the way of Rick Nash. Uh not yeah. Uh Matt Belusky. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I mean um, concussion I get a concussion sucked and you you knew this guy had a little bit of concussion history just like Nash, so I mean Sweeney. Justin, this might tee it up for you. I don't know, but Sweeney, you gotta stop going after these guys with multiple concussions. You know. Yeah, Josh is I, I know I know if he thinks that like yeah, I, like he the dude had an injury history. Like like a concussion history. Kasha, he hasn't tra- played like a full season, I don't think ever. With Kasha they traded for him. He had just come back from IR or he was on IR when they traded for him for crying out loud. So Kasha was, dude like 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 he wasn't the main piece know. of that trade though. He wasn't the main like uh Richie was the main piece of that trade. He was the actual yeah. prospect in that trade. So the fact is, I look at we traded Heinen for Richie, and that's a win. Kasha is a bag of pucks that we got thrown in, and it's salary is on our for the for the Bacchus dump. Really, that's what it comes down to. You want to get rid of Bacchus, you got to take our guy too, and he's, he's cheaper than Bacchus. That's how I look at it. Oh, but I feel like they could have done better than Andre. Gosh, I mean, come on. Honestly, he he and Matt Grizzick right now, and I, and I know this sounds bad because I, I don't wish ill or harm on anyone except for Don's reading. Um, but <laughs> oh, I, like wow. it's. Into but, uh, but Andre, <laughs> but the thoughts and opinion of these totally two guys fine. are not of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's how passionate I am about this. Um, but it's Matt Grizzick and Andre Kasha. I honestly, I could, I could be totally cool with neither of those players returning to the lineup. I kind of hope they don't. Quite frankly, yeah, uh, Grizzly at this point I think should be your uh, seventh defenseman. Yeah, absolutely. May, maybe even eighth. Put Bakunin in there. So maybe we have John Moore play. Got you. Oh my God! Anybody? <laughs> but no, John no, 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 no. Put Bakunin. Oh my God! Not John Moore. Bakunin or Clifton. Put one of those two in there. They got. They. Sign Stephen. Sign Stephen Camper back to this team. He's on okay. the team. Is he? Yeah, he's practicing he's with the team, Jimmy. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Camper. No. Yeah, he's still with us. He didn't. He didn't go to the bubble last year, but he he oh, he's yeah. like your your eighth or ninth defenseman. Like, well, I thought he was in problems. Taxi not... squad. Like, I thought I thought he was in problems. Yeah, he has a ring. I, I'm pretty sure I saw his name today in the on uh, NHL.com or the Athletic. Wow, he's getting that publicity. Good for him. 
Well, he's just, like, just, just, just saying that he skated on the fifth line for them. Oh. <laughs> Look at him. Fifth line deep pairing. Look at that. Put him back, boy. Um, one more thought. We talked. We talked a little bit about the Bruins being a one-line team, and we talked earlier about uh, how the it looks like they're breaking up the first line and just they're gonna move Pasternak down and move DeBrusque up to the right wing, his offside. Uh, and we all know that as soon as DeBrusque starts to slip, Cassidy's just gonna double shift Pasternak, and then we'll be back to a one-line team that's overtired because. That one line is now taking up three lines if you include the power play. So uh, I guess my question to you, Justin, because you hate Sweeney so much or you disapprove of Sweeney <laughs> so much, is uh, where's, where's the hate for uh, Cassidy? I, I know we've had some on. I just, uh, Jimmy, I see you up there. I see you up there, and I know you've had some. But um, isn't there something to be said for the coach just – sticking with the same shit all the time all right dave so i'll say this and first of all um hate's a very strong word dave but i do use it it strongly with don sweeney anyways no 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 i'm i'm I'm, you absolutely should use it are you kidding me like that's like yeah only hate you for don sweeney um can't reiterate that enough um i definitely do see some criticism of cassidy with that being said though to be fair, the man's working with what he's got. And I think he's done a darn good job to get this team to produce at the way it's producing. Um, not to mention, the, the defense is, a, is active. That's all That's all, Cassidy. Um, um, I think Bergeron has played much more offensively since Cassidy's been um, taking over as head coach. I mean, he's still the defensive guy, of course. But I just think you've seen a lot more players blossom offensively uh, with Cassidy than you would have with Julian. And honestly, I feel like with Julian – Kostak would be playing fourth fly minutes, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I mean, that's a little drastic, of course, but, like, still. Um, because uh, Claude Julian hated Kostak, hated what that player is about. Um, and, yeah, and Cassie's also – you know I mean, yeah, yeah, he's about offense. That's not Claude's guy. And he's also – Cassie's also willing to for players to make mistakes um, to create some offense, which Julian was not okay with. He was the get out of the corner, back to the defense, put it on net for a tip. That was Julian. He wanted to play that structured game. Um, and Cassie's really flourished with that. Now, again, I, I get it, uh, but part of me also like kind of understands where Cassie's coming from. You only produce when you have that freaking line together. So, I mean, like, I get it. However, however, I will say this is that um, I don't think they've given Krejci and Pasnak a chance um, as much because he's stuck with them for so long. So I do, again, criticize him for that, but it would be interesting to see if he sticks with them which I hope he does. Maybe they can form some chemistry and it would get the ball rolling here. But no, I, I, I like Cassie. I really do. But the way Justin hates Sweeney so much, you might as well just call him oh, Sweeney. Dude. He ain't no Don. Let's just say that. <laughs> he is best with Don Sweeney's done. He's done his job better than Don Sweeney's done his. Plain simple. <laughs> Don Sweeney, that fucking ass. I want to laugh at that so bad, but I can't do it. Oh, I want to laugh at that so bad. Um, so much. Oh, you want you want to hear some Bruce Cassidy stuff? I'll give you some Bruce Cassidy stuff. Okay, the the guy is scared. Okay, he's got he's gonna do what gets him to get some his 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 president's trophy, number one seed because it's safe. He's gonna save his job because no one's gonna fire the number one seed's coach. He has his coach of the year and blah 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 blah. But he's too scared. <laughs> I should make moves that's gonna win him cups. You know, Julian was criticizing this in the city. 
for years on years on years. You know what Julian has that Cassie still is looking for when he was with Washington and now with us? He's got a ring. And you know what? He's got the balls to make moves. He does. And that's the thing. You want to put Pasternak on the second line? I'm all about it. I've been saying that for three, four, five years now. Maybe maybe four years now. Not five. I don't think he's been in the league five years. Pop but, breaks. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, but, but don't just throw him down there. That, that's not going to work. Start slow. Put Pasternak on the second unit with Krejci as Krejci's the center. Pasta as the right wing on that. Just get them, get the chemistry and the power play going. And then after two weeks, then throw them down there. You ask them for failure. If you're just going to throw them on that line with no chemistry. I mean, it's not going to work, but what you should do is, uh, cause DeBrusque is on the off wing. If he's not going to score on his right on, on the left wing, he's not going to score on the off wing. It's just not going to work. So don't do that. Put DeBrusque on the third line with Coyle. So they both can be streaky as hell and suck from 90% of the games they play. And put Chris Wagner up there. As much as I hate to say, it, I put Chris Wagner on that first line because at least he's going to give you some grit and some defensemen and some defense. Excuse me, that's what I meant to say, defense. And he at least shoot the puck, so you don't lose that that threat of someone's going to shoot the puck. It's not the ideal person. It's kind of like when they put Daniel Pye up there with a Bergeron. It's not the most ideal pick, but I'm looking at right wings on this team. I'm not putting Kasha up there because one, he's not healthy, and two, I don't think he's going to shoot the puck. The other right wing, there's no other. Uh, other right wings besides Wagner on this team. So you're looking at left wings now. You're looking at DeBrusque. No, as I said, no. And then Bjork. No, I'll take my chance with Chris Wagner up there. That's what I would. I put I put Wagner up there, and I would drop DeBrusque to the third line, and then I don't even call up John Moore and put him on the fourth line. That's where he, that's he's a fourth. It's a fourth line sniper. Oh hell no, dude! You uh, uh, the oh only, God. No, I, no, the only thing I may would have done differently would be to put Craig Smith up with uh, Bergeron and Marchand, and so, then uh, they did that before. Crusk and Pasternak, yeah, and, and then and then have a Coil, Bjork, Frederick Elias, some crap like that. I put I put Frederick up there. At least Frederick can throw his body around, make space for those guys. But if you're gonna do it, I give it to someone who Bergeron's gonna feel comfortable with playing defense, even though he won't box out in front of the net in Chris Wagner. But you know, at least he is. He's not afraid to take the shot. And that's it's someone like that where I can say that you're not gonna that Cassie's not gonna be halfway through the game and just take him off the line because he's willing to shoot the puck. And that's that's my thing is if you put someone like uh, Smith up there and there's games where he just doesn't show up and he's just invisible, Cassie's gonna pull him and he probably will because he's he's afraid of failure. And you know that's why his team that's why he told us not to show up in Game Seven of the Finals. Wait, wait you don't tell. What he told them not to show up in Game Seven of the Finals. <laughs> well, it was hot take yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> oh my God! Chris Rask gave the second goal. He kind of went in there, said to Herb Brooksby, "She goes, well, guys, we had a good season. See you guys next year." <laughs> dude, you <laughs> these takes are so bad. Dude. I don't know. If <laughs> and that's oh, not true. I, I feel the same way about. Dean Louis just told his team to like, like on a, a, a couple of occasions, you're too easy to play against offensively. No, he wants him to get going. No, I, I, and I, I think I, he put DeBrusque up there because he wants Krejci and DeBrusque to try to get going. Because if he puts Krejci with a goal scorer, Pasternak, and maybe put DeBrusque with two guys who can pretty much produce on their own, um, like maybe they can get he can get them going. I, I get it. I probably would have put Smith up there just because I feel like Smith's a veteran. You know what he can do. Um, I think that. I think Bergeron Marchand just bring out typically bring out the best in players, but I, I see what what Cassie's going for. Jimmy, what, you, what, the, what no. the hell are you talking about, man? Chris I, Wagner up to the first what, line. Wait, so <laughs> no, no. At <laughs> least he shoots, dude. He does have a bomb of a shot. That's he had a bomb of a shot Jimmy, early this season. Jimmy, 
That's the mentality that got Don Sweeney into this hellhole. Well, at least he can shoot the puck. Well, Jesus, how many players on this team can we say, well, at least he just shoots the puck? But he fucking puts it right on the goalie's chest. It sucks. <laughs> but, but, how, but how many? How many? How many? That's bad thinking, Jimmy. Do how not many? just think. Oh, how many? How many what? Shoot. How about if he can score? That's what we're going to start saying. How about we can score? We know Jabrowski right. has it in him. So, so I, I, I heard myself like, hey, he doesn't hear my question. <laughs> so, you, 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 you laugh at me saying uh, Chris Wagner up there, but you don't laugh at Jabrowski. How many goals does Chris Wagner have, and how many goals does Jake Debrusk have? Career? But how many, ta- how many no, times this, has this season? This season, yes. Yeah. He, he, he has, uh, what, two? Two now? Yeah, yep. and, and Wagner has 37 for his career. But how many times has Wagner – yeah, exactly, Dave. How many times has Wagner scored 20 plus goals saying, this season? I'm not saying it's permanent because they're going to end up putting <laughs> – up there because your salary of a coach is too afraid to make changes. And, and that, just, that I'll give you. That'll give you. Did, I think he should have made this change like so if you, last you're looking December. For, if you're looking for a three, four, five game to get the team going, why not? Bergeron and Marshall are going to score regardless with the two of them playing with each other. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Thank right. you. Thank you for agreeing with me. They will score <laughs> oh, oh my and God. play with each other, though. Oh, yeah. my God. In the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you're trying too hard. No, I, I, I'm not saying, but I don't like the DeBrusque move up there. He looked lost up there. I'm looking for other options. And Wagner, as much as I don't like Wagner as a player, personal reasons. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is what this is all about, is you trying to get back on his in his good graces. No, it's not, no. I'll, I do want to call out someone, though. I do want to call someone out. And I'm going for a big fish here. Paul Bissonette, also known as Biz Nasty on the uh, Spit and Chisels podcast saying that the Maple Leafs are going to win the cup this year. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Wait, Paul Stasny? No, Bissonette. No, Paul Bissonette. Oh, oh, Bissonette. Okay. Paul yeah. Stasny. I was going to no. say, dude. He does all no. those p- those pink white, uh, pink white Whitney. Uh, I actually have some pink Whitney in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, he's saying he's, he's like, there's no doubt in his mind the Maple Leafs are going to win the cup. And then they go out and blow a 5 1 lead. Okay, dude. Eat crow, dude. Eat crow. <laughs> Eat crow. Um, Jimmy, just uh, what did I say? Wagner had 37 or 39 goals for his career. Um, he's not a score. He's not. A, I'm not saying he's a score. Neither is Daniel Pye. Debraska's 62. Yeah, how many does he have in this like year? half the seasons? How many? How many does? How many shots does he have this year? Who Debrusk? Yeah, compared to. I mean, he had seven one game. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. If you're trying to shake 20. things up. Yeah, not, sure. not ideal through nine no, games. No. Well, but I know, but I, I know, I know, guys. Like you say, not shake things up. Cassie actually shakes things up a lot. And I think that's been sometimes the criticism with, with the Krejci line is that he hasn't had line mates for long enough to develop that chemistry. But he, but he um, only shakes up the bottom nine. He shakes them up for half a game and then changes it when he gets no. And Jimmy, it's only the bottom nine. He doesn't like, shake up that top line. To Jimmy's it, point, it, his fucking line of safety blanket. His erection line, like you. I mean, I, well, I mean, it's 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 you know, it's it's one of those things. Like if, if it's 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 kind of like the saying goes, right? If, if it works, why well, why right. fix it? That's what I'm saying. He but, wants but to get it fixed. It's uh, broken. But it's, it's not. It's not working because it, we still no. don't have a Stanley Cup. Don't don't worry. He no. wants to get his president's it's, trophy. It's, it's not working because that that's the only line that can score. Do you know what I mean? So and, and I agree. I agree. They should have they should have broken this up a long time ago. I totally do agree. That's the one thing I'll give it. I'm just saying it is difficult. 
it is a difficult choice because you're like, well, that top line is so good. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I honestly, I'm interested to see. I'm hoping it gets both of them going I because they need something. I mean, it's literally like throwing darts on the dartboard blindfolded the way they play five and five hockey. And, and, yeah. And Coyle needs to get back to his he game. Step yeah. it up, dude. He needs no, to yeah, step I, it up. I don't know what's happened to him. I'm not holding he's, him accountable. No, I'm, I'm No. This is what he's always been in his career. He's a streaky scorer. It's like, it's like holding DeBrusque accountable for what's going on right now. He's in the cold streak, yes, but DeBrusque has always been streaky. Coyle, it came here streaky. That that His first playoff run with Johansson, where he was scoring every game, it's not, that's not Coyle. There's I'll a reason you, why. He, I'll tell you what, Donato's he, doing better. There's a reason why he was a first round pick and went and is on his third team. He's not. He's not a elite scorer. So is he gonna be a? Is he? Uh, is he gonna be a second line uh, center? Yeah, on a Don Sweeney, uh, uh, Bruce Cassidy team. Yes, because our team sucks. But um, it doesn't. doesn't mean he actually is. <laughs> Leave it to us to say the team sucks and they have a good record right now. No, I'm telling you, it's We're a paper tiger. We're going to get burned the first chance we get. We're going to go up in flames the first round of the playoffs. I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter if we we play, we play the Rangers. We're going to lose. Four, we're going to lose 4-3 in game seven. It, it is funny, though. The, the Boston is second in the whole league behind only Toronto and was saying they suck. <laughs> do, you, do, you believe, do you believe in Toronto? <laughs> do you believe oh, in Toronto? dude. Oh no, no! I, I've never been the top of the league guy. That's why I, I think Jimmy, like, actually, like, the first podcast we did this year, I, I mentioned it about them not being Stanley Cup contender, and you were like, "Well, I mean, they were the Presidents Trophy winners last year." And I was like, "Yeah, but but that's the regular season. Presidents Trophies never win. Well, contenders, never win. contenders is different than actual real like." have a chance to win. Are you a contender? Yeah, if you're a top team league, you're a contender technically because anybody in hockey can get hot. But are they going to win? No, there's no shot they're going to win this. Unless, unless okay. I start, unless I start Halak and Halak is good. I mean, that's the only way to win. Because <laughs> Rask, which shows what happens to Rask in Game Sevens, and and Marchand, Marchand, Marchand's not have a very good cup, uh, cup final resume either. So, I'll give you that one, Dave. As much as I don't believe it, I'll give it to you. Oh my God! I, when did Ryan Donato get traded to the Sharks? He did. Oh, when did that happen? I did not realize. Wow, he's a stunt. Oh. I want, I want looking up his stats on. Uh, the NHL app, and I couldn't find him from the from Minnesota, and apparently he was traded. Oh, in October, October twenty twenty. Oh, hey, uh, yeah, just, I didn't hear about that one. I know. Just right? so you guys know, you want you want to know how dangerous the team is, the Bruins as a team are. Um, my my web blocker just blocked the Bruins uh homepage uh NHL dot com slash Bruins, um because it's such a dangerous site. <laughs> No, there is a bunch of snipers on that team. <laughs> what they're sniping, I have no idea. My credit card info. <laughs> <laughs> Too many bots, Jimmy. You, you, total, you total up the top, uh, what, 16 goal scorers? You know, each, each goal is, is one number of each of my credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> McAvoy's plus minus is the... Uh, and your pin number again? Yeah, no. I hope he steals bad money from you, dude. I hope he steals a lot of money from you, bro. Ryan Donato for San Jose, fourteen games, three goals, four assists, minus five. Huh. That's another guy that uh, Bruce Cassidy ruined, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, you, you brought up Bruce Cassidy, not me. 
No, no, that, that's fine. You know how I feel about him. No. I, I think they brought him in too early is what I think. No, it was the right time. He just sucks as a head coach. I mean, coach. he was good when he first came in, but after that, he fucking blew Billy Goats. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, hey, Bill Belichick has six rings. That's why you do that. But I mean, Eight if you count the two from the Giants, and he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He was like, I was playing as Eli Manning back then. Felger hates him for that. I, I think he might hate him for more things, but he hates the fact that he's claiming the extra two two rings. Why? Why wouldn't you? Because he wasn't the head coach. I mean, well, yeah, no, I, that, I wouldn't. That's Felger's argument. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't. That's like you that. telling me that uh, Tuka Rask hasn't won a Stanley oh, Cup. I mean, he had just rings. Yeah, yeah. No, it'd be like you saying he has because he, he wasn't. His name up. is his name on the cup. Doesn't count. Is his name he, on the he, cup? Was he a coordinator? Yes. <laughs> was he on the team? Yes, he was on the team. Jimmy Garoppolo also has also. Has, it, it, uh, they're, they're asterisks, Jimmy. That's what it is. I know. Asterisks. I know. I, I, this is just asterisk, asterisk rings, asterisk wins. You know, Jim, Jimmy. Jimmy knows I like to stir that pot with him too. I'll stir your pot. <laughs> All right. Anything else, gentlemen? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well. Thanks, as always, guys, for joining me, and thank you all for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. I'm David Rodriguez. Thank you very much to Justin Ventola, Jimmy Shea, and, of course, Tyler Scales. Check clubs in Disneyland. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! <laughs>